Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. An Elio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Aftermath. Today we have a very special mailbag episode. And with us today, we have producer Amanda Lund. Hi, Rebecca, and hello to the Alarmy. Amanda, it's a girls' night, girls' episode. <laughs> girls' mailbag, no boys allowed. <laughs> That's right. If you're a male listener, bye. Just kidding, just kidding. We need you. Don't go, don't go, don't go. <laughs> I wonder what our demographics are exactly. Actually, I, I could look that up real quick. Would that be something interesting for anyone to know? I think so. You know, we get emails from men and women. Um, so it's a pretty diverse crowd in terms of gender. Um, yes. And, and of course, we acknowledge here at the alarm is that gender is a construct. Exactly. I mean, 
Do we really need another gender reveal? Although I did post, did you see this latest gender reveal? Wait, I saw, I didn't get into detail. So what was that? Um, It was two brothers who were doing their sister's gender reveal. And one was dressed in blue and one was dressed in pink, which is like, all right, all right. Uh But then they jump in the pool and they do a race and you're like, Uh oh, which one's going to (laughs) win? Well, I I like that. And you know, honestly, that sounds like the water show of gender reveals. (laughs) Totally safe, totally fun. You know, they were wearing swim caps. It's cool. I I think they were or or goggles. You know, it's, it's cute. It's cute. It's fun. I think that's great. Okay, let me see here. Let me see if I can figure out our demographics. Um... Okay, I I don't know how to work this. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I... Okay, well, actually, this is kind of interesting. Just, you know, just to say, this is who's listening their locations. Um, so uh, the United States is number one. So most of our listeners are in the U.S. And then Canada is number second. Okay. We have quite a few in the U.K. and quite a few in Australia. Oh, I wonder if they're still uh, listening after listening. our emu emu episode (laughs) and then next up is ireland and then new zealand germany south africa norway and then the netherlands wow but we have quite a few i mean we have quite a few listeners in belgium in india cool Um, japan there's 621 people listening in japan 621 that's awesome (laughs) that is pretty good um that's Super fun. I, I love it when our listeners write in and are like, I'm listening from South Africa. I had someone write in recently and say they were listening from South Africa. And I don't know why that's so fun to hear. You just like picture them <laughs> in a different world. I think it's so cool because it's just connecting us all. Totally. Well, and then I can't get it. I used to be able to get a read on who's listening, but it seems like, you know, maybe they're not categorizing people as male or female anymore and that's great so i can't find that information it's probably for the best so we'll just say a a a a group of listeners (laughs) have been listening to us everyone's that that just means that everyone's invited to listen to this episode yes so why don't we kind of get started here with a few of these emails we've also had some some people comment through instagram and i'll start off with this one amanda it's an our instagram listener at birds dot with dot stick dot arms okay really catchy username <laughs> birds with stick arms okay did <laughs> okay no, that is catchy. that is kind of good uh did you know this about the ever given and they sent us a link to a Huffington Post article that says that uh, says the cargo ship charted X rated route before getting stuck in Suez Canal, blocking the Suez Canal, blocking the Suez Canal being a literal dick move. One person joked about the uh, MV ever given's predicament. So it says that the quarter mile long container ship that's currently blocking the Suez Canal traced or or was traced a distinctly phallic route 
in the hours before being blown off course and becoming stuck on Tuesday morning. The route charted by the Ever Given in the Red Sea um, appeared to resemble a penis, testicles, and butt cheeks when viewed as GPS data (laughs) per image and video shared online by the live boat tracking website Vessel Finder and myshiptracking.com. I didn't even know there was a ship tracking. But if you see the image, it it's just a butt and a penis. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm taking a look at this right now. Uh, I will link to this in the show notes. So you can go to those and click on this and see for yourself. You just scroll down to the video. That's definitely a, a dick and balls. <laughs> and now I will say the butt cheeks are a stretch because... And anatomically, it makes no sense where the butt cheeks are. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, that... The penis would have to be coming out of the right butt cheek. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but that's definitely... Yes, I definitely see the the phallic symbol there. So, you know, thank you at Birds with Stick Arms for bringing (laughs) that to our attention. Uh, Very important. I'm... Great way to start the show today. Um, And this is another email we got from, oh, this is from a secret listener. They couldn't uh, tell us who who they were. Hi. I don't know if you actually get or read these, but I'm listening to the Rammstein air show episode and have to comment. I hate to be the guy who jumps to capitalism because it's such a common theme, but the disaster is definitely rooted in capitalism. Air shows aren't just for entertainment. They are a major way defense companies advertise and sell fighter jets and AC aircraft to other countries. They mm. show off the capabilities, innovation and stealthiness of the AC and companies who uh, designed them. Maybe a country can afford a fleet of F-35s, but can buy several F-16s instead. That's hundreds of millions of dollars for defense companies and the U.S. It's like Paris Fashion Week, but for the military. Also, air shows show off the talent of the pilots and are are boat shows to hostile countries to show off military and air-powered capabilities. Other countries do the exact same thing, like the Italian military who was flying the jets that crashed. It's not just the U.S. All of that is why the military released a statement that they would continue the air show despite the occasional loss of life. We're talking about billions of dollars here that will beat, hu- that will beat human life every time. Sad. Uh, that was my my just comment sad you added the sad (laughs) sorry for the generic email i have a background and strong connection to the industry and my name can't be used oh oh (laughs) this is great this is what we want just insider information (laughs) love your show i've been listening since you started that's nice right yeah, that's great. Well, this is very interesting because while I think we had, ca- did we have capitalism on the board or no? Let I think check. we did in some way or form, right? Or, or, well, yeah, I think so. But I don't know, actually. Here, let me see. I'm pulling it up now. Um, because I didn't realize it was a sales tool, but that makes total sense. That is an aspect that we didn't really talk about. We we talked about how it recruit helped recruit or helped get new recruits? Yeah, no, we did not have capitalism on the board. Wow. So this listener brings up a very interesting point. He must have been screaming at uh, <laughs> his phone <laughs> while we yeah. were 
uh, doing this episode while he was listening to this episode. Um, but that's interesting that it's also like a way to show. I mean, the the comparison to Paris Fashion Week is is really oh, it's, good. It's great. Um, so, I mean, it. I don't think. I think we're still gonna go with the Frecce Tricolori like we yeah. had gone before. Um, but perhaps, you know, <sighs> we're going to stick to it. But capitalism, I think, did deserve at least a backhand on this. I mean, listen, we have definitely got more air show disasters in our future. So yeah. it's great to have this information moving forward when we do another one. It's definitely going up on the board. Yeah, and I can't wait to have Pete back as a guest expert for that for any future air shows. Uh, disasters yes oh yes so he was great here is another email we got recently this is from andrea and andrea writes hey love the podcast finally found a pod that my partner at and i can actually engage in together and that is this is going to sound absolutely insane i apologize for being this person but this description of the cat being killed in the terrible attack really bothered me. This is she's, in the Chinese Massacre episode. Yeah, so she's talking about when we asked Margaret Cho what alarmed her, she started talking about um, the cat that was kind of collateral damage and an attack yeah. uh, in San Francisco, I believe. Ponzu was the cat's name. Oh, yeah. Oh, and see, now we're doing it again. But <laughs> th- this person brought it up. Okay, True. go on. <laughs> okay. So, cannot stop thinking about it days later. Would you guys consider trigger warnings about animal cruelty? I know that this is ridiculous request, especially when I'm literally listening to an episode describing Chinese Americans being lynched. You guys are not responsible for anyone's triggers. Uh, triggers I completely understand. Uh, amazing show. Thank you so, so much for educating on me on so many th- different events. Andrea. Andrea. It could be Andrea. It's spelled A-U-N-D-R-E-A. Yeah, that might be Andrea. Andrea. Um, this is interesting. I mean, I totally get it. That was a, it's such an upsetting story mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I mean to she also made the point I was thinking when I was reading the the email which is it's uh, it's literally called the Chinese massacre so the episode yeah. title was <laughs> the Chinese massacre I mean this is kind of in- interesting to think about trigger warnings and how they might fit into the alarmist because I I mean our trigger warnings essentially are in the episode title. True. You know, like, but this one was kind of just like a out of left field, sort of a, a little bit more alarming than we normally get with our what's alarming you these days. That being said, like Margaret was there to sort of talk about this uptick in right. Asian hate crimes. So that was all kind of part of this episode. That's true. And also the... The beginning of the episode was already extremely, um, you know, gruesome and sad. So I think in general, if you guys are listening to the show, I would say general trigger warning. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard for us to get so specific. Like, it's just would be, I think, really difficult for us to start trigger warning on like a request basis just because inevitably we'd end up missing some for some people. So yeah, I think, yeah, but, 
But I understand that that was an upsetting story. But I think in general, we do we don't usually get into territory that that's triggering outside of what the episode subject is, if that makes sense. That does make sense, especially during. Um, the, but the question is, what is alarming you? So we, the question we ask all of yeah. our guests, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, we'll think about it. But I, I would say in general, most of our content would need a trigger warning. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here's another one from our one of our fave Alarmy members, Deputy Chris. Oh, great. And he writes, hey, Alarmist in Chief, thanks for all... 
Thanks for the boat. <laughs> it will really help with the overcrowding. He's actually happy about it. Oh, good. <laughs> we can make two or three cells out of the 20,000 containers. <laughs> that is room for 40 to 60,000 inmates. Now, don't get crazy with the new room. We just got the last consumers out of out of here last week. <laughs> but I'm excited. Next time you catch male hubris or toxic masculinity, right in the boat. No more tunnels for them. You know what's going to go on the boat? The captain of the Exxon Valdez. Oh, he says, Remember? You, you know what's not going on the boat. Oh, what's not going on the boat. Oh, <laughs> or anyone from the Titanic. I'm going to miss that little gnome guy. He was really nice, but he didn't belong in here. <laughs> I was just worried that he was going to get shanked in the prison yard because he was also always so happy. And speaking of garden gnomes, we are raking in quite a haul selling them as we empty the containers. We may be the first jail with a gift shop. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> Deputy Chris. Um, I'm glad to hear that he's thriving in this new ship that we gave him. I, I am too. I just, I'm so thrilled that it's working out. So now this is another email we got from uh, a listener named Kim. Uh, and Kim writes in, hey guys, listen to the most recent podcast. Awesome work. The entire time I was waiting for y'all to realize it sounded like it should be in a pop song because it was. We didn't start the fire, Trouble in the Suez. And now oh. that song will be in my head all day. Okay. <laughs> great work. Yes, that makes sense. And I have to say, so I just took a little road trip um, and we were singing along to We Didn't Start the Fire because it's my husband's karaoke song. <laughs> and very... <laughs> Very impressive feat to know the lyrics to that song. And he turned to me and he said, this is basically half of the things in this song are alarmist episodes. <laughs> and then I realized, oh my gosh, for our 100th episode, we need to do an alarmist version of We Didn't Start the Fire, where we rhyme all of our 100th episode ideas into that song. And I don't know if maybe you want to sing it or we have Chris sing it. And then we we'll all have Chris sing it. <laughs> And then we all sing the refrain, and it's like, we didn't start the fire, but we're always blaming. <laughs> well, you know, so we changed the lyrics. But the thing is, I, I'm going to sit down and take a look at this and see if I can do it. But if there's someone out there who's like, hey, I got nothing going on right now, and you want to take a stab at writing this song with all our episode ideas just reach out if it sounds fun to you otherwise i'll i'll try to do a verse or two by our 100th episode yeah <laughs> we, we can work on something but i mean i guess trouble in this trouble in the suez right that's the part yes yeah, we wouldn't even have to redo that part <laughs> i feel like come on deputy chris uh <laughs> he's, he's got his hands full yeah yeah he's busy he's busy um that's a great idea um we should do that and also i i i think i have to also learn the lyrics to we didn't start the fire just in case uh for karaoke purposes yeah you should and honestly if we ever need episode ideas we should just look at those (laughs) we should that should be our goal to do every single one of those yes yes (laughs) that's so good So, okay, so here's another message, um, and this is from Mitchell, Mitchell Black. 
My wife got me listening to your podcast, and I've been hooked ever since. Being a sports fan, my favorite episode so far is your episode on the Black Sox scandal. I remember a comment made during the episode about the 2017 Houston Astros cheating scandal about how you're expected to cheat in baseball. What the Astros were doing was on a whole other level. It wasn't just a runner on second peeking in trying to get the signs. They had the center field cameras zoom to see the catcher's signs and relay that pitch, what pitch was coming to the dugout. Mm. Wow. A player would then bang on a trash can, if, <laughs> which then like after like such a high tech way of <laughs> figuring out the next pitch, then to just bang on a trash can feels yeah, like a, they're backpedaling. Um, okay. And uh, can if, uh, if they would bang on the trash can if an off-speed pitch was coming, letting the batter know that the type of pitch, what type of pitch was coming. One of the coaches for the team developed it for even further the next year when he was the manager of the Boston Red Sox. Instead of banging on trash cans, they started using Apple oh, Watches. See, there you go. It's evolving. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so the, you know, the last thing you wanted to mention is a, a suggestion for a topic. Uh, video games are a hundred billion dollar industry, but it almost died in its infancy. At one point, it was so bad that nearly three quarters of a million unsold copies of the game E.T. for Atari were buried in a desert in New Mexico. Whoa. This sounds like a web crawlers episode. Yeah, um, it does. <laughs> so I think you should find out who's to blame for the video game crash of 1983. Uh, love listening to the podcast every week, week, and I look forward to the next episode, Mitchell Black. Um, that is interesting to note about the Black Sox, and also I love that suggestion. Yeah, I like it too. Um, did you ever have an Atari? No. <laughs> I was a. I had a, a Sega. Oh wow, you were Sega. I had a, a an original. I think I had a Nintendo, but I was big into the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, Next Super Gen. Nintendo. Yeah, that was my jam. I had Super Nintendo and I had Sega. And but I'm I'm more of someone who likes to watch video games be played. <laughs> You don't like a good Mario Brothers? I can get into a Mario Brothers. I love digging up those turnips. It's so satisfying. <laughs> I, I'm with you. We're we're not gamers. We're not real gamers. No, not really. But I, it's something I'm open to. Yeah. So uh, here's a, a, a lastly, this is our last email I'm going to read today. Um, but it's it's fun because it just came in today. And it's about the uh, emu war episode. I'm already saying that wrong. But emu emu. <laughs> I think that's right. Emu, <laughs> she, that uh, I think it was the listener Michelle who was like, "I'm from Melbourne, and please say like Mel Melbourne." <laughs> oh, I but I definitely sure. say Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're, we're getting Sorry. every syllable in there. Yeah. So this is uh, Carrie. Carrie writes in, "Hi, alarmist, hi, alarmy team. Listener from Australia here." I'd never heard the emu war before, so thank you for bringing this overlooked piece of Australian history to our awareness. Wow. That's interesting. I felt compelled to write in with additional perspective to build on your colonization suggestion. So this is mm. fun. Australia was not unclaimed land when white settlers arrived in the 1700s and claimed it to be terra nullis, nobody's land. 
Australia had been inhabited by indigenous Aborigines for 50,000 plus years and is the world's oldest living civilization. It is a shameful part of Australian history the way first Australians have been treated throughout time following colonization by the British and the intrinsic racism that existed. Australian law now accepts that Australian land was not unclaimed land and Aboriginal Australians owned the land when white settlers arrived and colonized Mm. Australia. Which goes to the question, when the Australian government gave away land to returning veterans, whose, whose land was it? Your podcast suggested it was the emu's land, but I'd like to suggest that it was Aboriginal land and racism slash colonialism slash government should be elevated to the alarmist jail. Aboriginal Australians peacefully and sustainably cohabitated with the emus and it was only once we white peeps tried to use the land as farming land that they let they, uh, hey, let's put out a platter of food and say, don't eat it, that it became a problem. (laughs) I would mention that the statement early in your podcast that emus were first spotted by man in 1788 is massively incorrect. Emus were prominent in Australian Aborigine life, a source of food and featured in art, dance and stories. 1788 is when the British first fleet arrived in Australia. So that's when emus would likely have been documented as a species by a white man. Oh, they got us. The history books got us once again. And once even again. Us, we try to be um, thoughtful about this stuff, but they, the history got us. That colonial so perspective. Much, totally. So much misinformation out there. Um, love the, uh, this is Carrie. Love the podcast, especially the emu pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Scooby-Doo tragedies. And tragedies. emus yeah. are nasty fuckers. Don't go near them or trust their beady eyes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what do you what do you think? I mean, obviously we did not go into the aborigine. And by the way, I've always said aboriginal, but it seems like it's aborigine. Um, I think it's I think it's oh, both. Either. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, we, we we didn't really go into that, and perhaps there's some other um, episode we could do that where we can learn more about this. I agree, uh, it, and from what Carrie's saying, that Aborigine were uh, cohabitating with the emus, so maybe it's the white. It's uh, clearly a, a, a white male problem. Yeah, I mean, I think we did put colonialism up on the board, but we didn't go deep into it. And yes, yes. so I think, yeah, there was a whole other layer that we just didn't dig down into. Yeah, and my apologies for, uh, thank you so much for that correction about the 1788. It's the first time it was documented by a white man. The emu was documented documented by a white man, which doesn't mean that's when they were first spotted. That's <laughs> yes, and like how sad that that's the information that's out there. Uh, it's but, like it didn't yeah. exist until um, blue eyes, <laughs> blue eyes saw it. 
For the first blue time. Blue eyes. <laughs> yes. Blue eyes are the best eyes. <laughs> the clearest. That is just truly so fucked up. Yeah, it would be really interesting to learn a lot more about the colonial history of Australia. So, oh. but, um, Rebecca, is this going to change your verdict at all? What do you think? I, I think I'm going to hold off on that because now... We ended up sending uh, Thunder Down Under, correct? <laughs> yeah, we, we did send Thunder Down Under. And then we slapped... Um, oh, no, I think we, we sent Misplaced Anger. Oh, 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 right, to right. To jail, yeah. I do... Uh, I, I'm gonna... Perhaps we should have given colonialism a backhand as well i mean capitalism and colonialism they yeah. all, they both deserve backhands so i mean specifically when we're talking about it, it just reminds me so much of the dodo it's like when you're talking about it always comes like these natural sort of um events gone wrong like the emu or the, the dodo it really seems to come back to like colonialism normally <laughs> animals for some reason yeah um yeah so why don't we just why don't we do that because i do think it's fair let's i'm just gonna call it i'm gonna say capitalism and colonialism you got a backhand oh you threw capitalism in there too for for the air show i like that yeah yeah um so it's just pa 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how backhands go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa, pa, pa. I got it. <laughs> so that's all the emails we have uh, for this episode. Amanda, was there anything that you wanted to talk about? Uh, any business? Always. Okay, so let me pull this up here and see what we're looking at as far as reviews. You know, because of our goal, we want to get 100 new reviews by our 100th episode, which is coming up. It's just around the bend. So let's see here. Rebecca, how are you at math? Oh, terrible. Okay, great. Okay, so I need you to take, and this will be fun for the alarmy listening along to try to do this in your head. head. Mm -hmm. Um, 1,389 Mm -hmm. minus, let me pull this up, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. minus 1,337. Okay. Uh, well, uh, nine minus two is, uh, minus seven is two, (laughs) eight minus three is five, so 52, uh, 52, 52. Okay, great. We're over halfway there. And then we had a couple come in on Instagram and stuff. So I'd say we're around like 55, 56. I had a few come in from, uh, Canada and New Zealand. Oh, great. So we're probably inching up towards 60. So we only need 40 more. So we can do it. We can do it. We can stop this joy listening train and we can get to business because this this podcast isn't about having fun. No, God, no. (laughs) It's about hard work. It's about dedication, commitment. (laughs) And I want to read some of these reviews because it's been really great. And I, I can tell that we are getting people to review who don't normally review. 
<laughs> which I, I love. So, okay. okay. So just a few of these. Um, this is from Scotty Scoops. They say, awesome, five stars, hysterical and very interesting. Although this doesn't mean I will stop joy listening. Oh, a threat. <laughs> and then this comes in from Ty Lappy. Very fun. Five stars. Really enjoy the show. 2021 Olympics are coming up. Maybe we should cover the Larry Na- Larry Nassar. He Ooh. definitely deserves to be in the alarmist jail. I don't know anything about that. That would be great. Yeah, that's that's a terrible one. But yeah, we should cover that. Um, Mr. Udak one says a hundred reviews. Come on, Alarmy. It takes 10 seconds to write a review. More air shows, please. <laughs> yeah. It looks like you and what, what was their name again? Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Udak or M. Rudak probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but and that's a, an encouraging review. Yes. He's right. He or she is right. They, yes. He, she, they, they, <laughs> and then um, Buff Will says, fun and informative. I don't rate many podcasts, but joy listening is over. There you go. I love, I love how, how there's going to be less joy now <laughs> amongst our <laughs> listeners. No more joy listening. So anyway, thank you for everyone who's uh, participated in our challenge. And let's <laughs> see if we can, we just need 40 more. I know we can do it. Come on, we can do it. I believe in you, Alarby. And then one more update. So I know on last week's episode, I put a call out for anyone who's had an experience with an emu. Um, And so far, no one has called in and left a voicemail. So (laughs) all we know is that Carrie doesn't doesn't trust their beady eyes. (laughs) But if you would like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us on the Erios hotline at 626-604-6262. That's right. And that's also uh, in our show notes. Uh, yes, please. We would love to hear how Australians feel about emus and if they've had experiences with them in the wild. Uh, important for us. It's for, for research purposes, people. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been a blast, Amanda. I love a girl's night with you. Yeah, same. Um, and, and we wish everyone out there a happy girl's night. Uh, And stay tuned because we are going to be covering next week the Iroquois Theater Fire. Don't miss it. Erios. Powered by ACAST.